Hey guys, thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast this week. I'm Tyler. And I'm Jessica. And this is Coenology. We really want to take a moment and say thank you to everyone who has downloaded and subscribed to our podcast this week. We are truly thankful and feel so blessed to be able to do something like this. I would agree. Thank you so much. It's definitely reached beyond our expectation for our first week of launching. We hope that you'll continue to share with all of your friends. And actually, right now would be a good time. So go ahead and pause this and share it with someone. Our podcast can be found on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others that you can find on our website, coenology.podbean.com. And also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Our goal is to launch a new episode each week on Sundays so that you have time throughout the week to listen and then allow it to minister to your life. We hope that you'll take some time and go and follow us to subscribe to our episodes. Leave us a review. What are you doing? (laughs) Reminding you to hit the R and not the clicking. I'm not going to hit the clicking. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You just picked up the clicking. This is the other mouth. It's still click. It's the same mouth. You just... (laughs) (laughs) It's going to click. Anyways, we hope that you will take time to go and follow us. Subscribe to our episodes and leave us a review. A five star would be preferred. And anything less than that, you can just hold on to it. Yeah, keep it. We don't want that one. (laughs) Our hope is not to reach millions, but just to reach you. Whoever's listening right now, our hope is to become a part of your journey as we invite you to listen to ours. We're not interested in becoming the next content creators. There are plenty of those. We're wanting to let you know that you're going to make it through whatever season that you're in right now. And what's really crazy is we had planned out to do this episode and we do devotions every single day individually and uh, sometimes together whenever we're on point. (laughs) But Jessica has a devotion that she's been doing since the beginning of the year. And today's devotion specifically mentions exactly what it is that we're talking about, that you are going to make it no matter what season that you're in in your life. So tell them about your devotion for today. So today's devotion comes from Romans 8, 28. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. The thing about this is sometimes it's nice to be reminded that we have already survived 100% of the worst days of our life so far. We've lived through hard things and we will again. One day you may even praise God for the challenges. I can speak from experience. Just in our short seven years of marriage, we have been through a lot. And when I say a lot, how much you think? Too much. Too much. A lot. So I can say that you're going to make it. Through God, anything is possible. So that brings us to this week's episode called This Is Us. Yes, I know. That sounds very typical and Southern. And it sounds like a little Hobby Lobby sign that you would hang in your little Southern home. But I want to be able to tie it into the episode from last week where we discussed about God in creation saying, let's make man in our image. I want to take a moment and give an awkward pause in this podcast. And I want you to think about some questions that I'm going to ask you. Some questions that I want you to hold on to from this day forward. Questions that I want you to develop in their answer. But to understand that your answer today is probably not going to be the same answer if you truly dig into each question and figure out what it is that you believe about each one. So the first one is who are you? 
This is not a Sunday school answer. This is an explanation that you would give to someone if you truly had to identify yourself at the deepest core of who you are. That's a very scary answer for some of us. The second question is, who is God? Again, no Sunday school answer here. If you had to explain to someone who God is, what would you say? Not what your neighbor says, not what your pastor said on Sunday, but who do you truly believe that God is? And then the third question, who does God think that you are? If you had to explain to someone who your creator thinks that you are, what would you say? Would you say that he's disappointed in you? Would you say that he doesn't like what you do? Would you say that he hates you? Would you say that he loves you? What would that answer look like? Those three questions are really profound for identifying us as individuals and for us to be able to move into a relationship with God and for us to live life in its fullest capacity. We've got to sit with those questions for a while and be able to answer them in truth. I would say that the hardest part of answering something in truth would be identifying what truth actually is. You would be really surprised at how much you answer and respond as individuals in ways that are not based on truth. Whenever we embrace truth in its full capacity, we answer something based on the Word of God. Whenever we read the Word of God and we take in what the Word of God says, that's pure truth. And we know that the Bible tells us that by knowing the truth, we shall be set free. But the truth is sometimes hard to swallow. The truth can sometimes hurt. And so a lot of times we don't want to embrace the truth as individuals. We try to mask it with something different, something like deception, something that puts us in a place of false reality. So the best way to start with truth is to begin in the Word of God. Now, we're not doing this for this to be some sort of Bible study the entire time, but we are going to use scripture and we are going to use the word of God. If you have a moment, I want you to just venture along with us, grab your Bible and actually go read this scripture for yourself. In the book of Genesis, it talks about in the first chapter, God saying, let us make man in our image. And that us is referring to something that's really complicated to understand sometimes, the Trinity the three-in-one concept. How can you be God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit all at the same time, but still just be God? Whenever I started to analyze the scripture and I started to look into how the scripture applies to myself, if I'm made in the image of God, if we are created in his image, then we have a three-in-one concept as well. But oftentimes we walk through life and we don't understand the difference in the three-in-one concept within ourselves. For example, we have mind, we have body, and we have spirit or soul. Our mind can be referred to as God in the Trinity. It controls all things. It tells you to breathe. It tells you to blink. It tells your heart to pump blood. It tells all of your central nervous system functions to do what they need to do in order for you to live each and every single day without you even realizing it. It holds all things together information-wise. It's all-knowing. It knows everything about you as the individual. And then we have our body. Our body represents Jesus. It represents the sun. It goes through the physical depreciation, if you will. It takes on the physical, harsh reality of life. 
as you get older, your knees start to tell you whenever it's raining. Whenever you work out, your body goes through extreme pressure and pain. And sometimes your body can break down on you. It can fail you. And it's in this reality that we realize that our bodies represent Jesus in the sense that we're able to feel physical pain. We're able to feel the physical journey as we walk through life. And that's what Jesus did. It was God coming into the world through flesh, experiencing the journey for himself, taking on the physical part of this entire journey. And then we have our soul, our spirit, which represents the Holy Spirit. It represents the entity of the Trinity that's not so much as clear as God the Father and God the Son. It's mysterious. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches us, it comforts us, it guides us, and yet it's really hard to explain. It's that deep inner voice that's really quiet, that guides you in the right direction. It's that spirit that we need in order to function, that holds all things together, that serves as our comfort. But if you were to try to explain how you're a three-in-one concept, That may be a really difficult challenge for you. I want to take a moment and just elaborate on identifying the difference between your mind, your body, and your soul. When you wake up first thing in the morning, your mind is already going. It's been going all night, which is why many times you wake up and you're still tired. Then you have your body. It takes your body a minute to get up and get going. It takes your legs a minute to get the blood circulating. It takes your, your, your eyes a moment to open and, and comprehend the light. But then there's the third entity of the Trinity, your soul. And this is the one that doesn't wake up whenever the rest of you wakes up. This is the one that you have to wake up yourself because it doesn't hear natural words. It only hears from that which created it. And so in order to wake your soul up each and every day, you actually have to speak to it using the word of God. So that brings us to this word of God concept. Why is it so difficult to embrace the word of God each and every single day? We have days where we do really well, typically Sundays, and then (laughs) the rest of the week, it's really difficult for us to apply the word to our lives and make it a part of our everyday life. Okay, so I'm going to say that um, I'm a firm believer of giving credit where credit is due, and I'm going to give credit straight to the enemy. Because without the Word of God, we're not what we're called to be. And so we get busy. As soon as our feet hit the ground, we are running. Running to do what? We don't even really know. So I've got to the point where I've been doing this, who am I? Who does God say I am and who is God and all these questions that you ask. And really and truly, I could not answer them at all until this year. I do believe it was two years ago that you asked me these three questions. And it has been up until a month ago, maybe, that I've answered them. God God really does still answer prayers. (laughs) Yes, he does. Thank you, Jesus. I prayed sincerely whenever I went through a complete emotional meltdown turned my life upside down about two and a half years ago. It was about two and a half years into the whole five-year process of court and in and out of dealing with legal situations and dealing with the anxiety and the depression of our entire journey. About two and a half years into it, 
I started to reach out for counseling. And it was at that point that my eyes were open to these three questions. Shout out to Dr. Tanika. Shout out to Dr. Tanika Miles. We love her. She's our absolute favorite. Um, We will have her on the podcast eventually. And if you guys at any point want to reach out and follow her on social media, she is called the Covenant Counselor. She is Dr. Tanika Miles. And you will not be sorry that you did. This is is not a paid advertisement. No, no paid advertisement here. (laughs) This is absolutely just pure truth that she is amazing. She is definitely what God was able to use to push us. And I'm going to say us us, in the right direction. And so whenever I was embracing this counseling journey that I refused for the first two years to go because I didn't believe that I really needed counseling. I thought everybody else was crazy. We'll get into that. (laughs) And it was at that moment that I started to realize I didn't have a clue who I was. I did not have a clue who God was, even though I was a professional Christian. (laughs) And I did not have a clue what God thought about me. It was in the moment that I realized what I thought that he thought about me was not the truth. And I had some work to do. And so I started praying during this time, Lord, please let Jessica also have some work to do so that I won't have to do this journey alone. And I felt alone for the longest time. I felt like I was the one with issues and problems and And I was the one that wasn't embracing this Christianity lifestyle like I needed to be, even though I had been a Christian since pretty much I was born. I wanted in this journey for someone else to have to realize that they too may not have had it all together when it comes to their relationship with God. And so it was in that moment I was praying, God, please let her realize also, let us realize together And that didn't go as planned. No, because it's not your plan. It's God's plan. That's correct. And so anything you said to me went in one ear and out the other until it was God's timing. And so God answered that prayer this year. And it's become a running joke in the house. I will just walk through the house. I'm like, get her, Lord. Get her, Lord. Because I still, I can see the prayers that I prayed two years ago actually being answered at the right time, right now, in this moment, in this season of our life. We both now can work together simultaneously in this journey and figuring out who we are as individuals, but more importantly, figuring out who he is as our creator. That has been the greatest part of this journey is figuring out who God is and that he loves us so, so much. I mentioned just a few minutes ago that you asked me two years ago about these three questions. And it was just up until about a month ago that I could truly answer them. I know in our first episode, we talked about my bio and how I just stared at the screen forever and (laughs) you had to help me write it, whatever. But the truth is, it was literally a month ago that I could answer these questions. Who are you? Well, my answer is, the actual truth is, I'm more than enough. I'm a conqueror made in the actual image of God, made for this time and this season. I'm a wife, a mother, a sister, a friend, a minister of the gospel. Yes, ladies can be ministers of the gospel too. And I'm all of what God has created me to be. Who is God? God is everything. As you would say, not just a Sunday school answer, but really and truly, He is everything to me. 
above all, he is my savior. He is also my protector, my provider, my friend, my comfort, my joy, my strength, and the one I count on the most. But he is only these things if I allow him to be. He is a gentleman, so he only comes where he is invited. Oh, God, I would preach. Yes, it will. Again, I am a minister of the gospel. Glory, audio. Who does God think that you are? He doesn't think. He knows. He knows I am Jessica Cohen. <laughs> are you going to cry? I am so sick of this healing thing. Like, <laughs> everything, you cry about everything. <laughs> I mean, okay, Miracle on 34th Street. Anyway. Don't do anyways, that. I okay. cried on the Miracle on 34th Street. You did, Street. and I thought it was hilarious. But anyway, now I am in this healing situation, and I just cry over everything. But really and truly, he does know who I am, and he knows that I am Jessica Cohen. He knows I'm anointed and appointed. For this season and this moment, he knows that I am enough and I'm equipped for whatever may come my way. The problem is I am my biggest problem. I am my biggest holdback, setback, issue, or whatever it is that you want to put there. I am my worst enemy. But what's so amazing is sitting down to record this particular episode. And I will say that Dr. Bishop Cohen here said, well, that's what it's supposed to be. But I really just had a whole reality moment when I realized that my answers were not what I thought was Bible given. But going back, who are you? Well, Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as the prophet to this nation. And then who is God? And I said he was a gentleman. He only comes if you will let him in. Revelations 3 and 20 says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. I just want to eat with Jesus. That's wonderful. I know. I love that. And then who does God think that you are? In Esther 4 and 14, it literally says that you are born for such a time as this. I just think it's crazy because as we sat down to record this podcast, I did not realize that my answers given were actually scripture based. And that really goes back to finding out who you are and spending time with the, you know, the word and with the Lord. And you said something about why is it so hard? Well, the enemy fights us every day. But I will say, since I have been spending time in the word and truly doing devotions and having a set aside, not particular, it doesn't have to be the exact time of the day or whatever. But around lunchtime, if I have not done my devotion, I recognize it. Me too. (laughs) And... I also recognize it whenever you don't do your devotion. Glory to God. I recognize it when I don't do my devotion. So as a listener, if you just take a minute and say, when all hell is breaking loose, stop and take a minute and spend time with God. So my daughter is at Lee, and we did talk about that at the beginning, the first episode. But she will send me messages, and she calls me literally 100 times a day and FaceTime like we are not doing something. Like 500 times a day. But she'll consciously say, I need some encouragement, or I need this. And as a mother, of course, we saw what we're doing, and we answered the phone, and I would do nothing but help her in whatever way. But I've also got to where I'm like, have you spent time with God today? Have you been in the Word today? Have you worshiped today? Have you spent any kind of what, any, any kind of time? With God. And if the answer is no, then do not call me back until you have. Because I have found that most problems we create on our own to make them bigger. But most little tiny moments, it's because we've not spent time with God. We've not put our focus on what it should be. And our focus should be, first of all, God. 
And one of the scriptures that I gave her the other day, whenever she called me and was like, I need you to give me some encouragement. There's all kinds of problems and this and that, this and that. And she's worried about all of these things. And my first message that I tell her is Matthew 6 and 33. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness and all the things will be given to you. We worry about so many things that are not even things. They're not even there. It is literally stress. And that is nothing but the enemy. And it clouds our mind. It clouds our vision. And if we put our focus on God and we start out, I would love to lay in the bed, wake up in the morning, and have my time with God before my feet even hit the ground. But I that's would not love reality. For you to do that, too. that is not reality. And just like you don't, it is not, re- it's not reality. <laughs> but the reality is the more time like that you spend with God, the more time you want to spend with God. And then you start recognizing that, y'all, if you could just see what happened during us recording this podcast. The electricity started flickering. There was literally a storm outside. Thunder was so loud. You couldn't really hear us talk. I go into the garage and there's this big boom. And I just kind of laugh because those things have become funny to me. The enemy truly comes at us if we are doing anything to glorify God. And if we're living our life the way that we should and all these things are supposed to be added upon, that does not mean it's going to go so easy and every day is going to just be a cup of tea because that is not reality. love that you use scripture to answer each one of those questions because as I indicated before it's truth that our questions have to be based on it's truth that our answers must be rooted in and the truth is only found in the word of God the issue becomes that we don't have the word of God within us we have to take the time to spend in the word so that we can have it be a part of our life Whenever we're walking through life each and every day and we face challenges and we face circumstances that come against us, it is really difficult to stand on the truth whenever you're not 100% sure what it is that you're standing on. Being able to read your word each and every day and spending time with God is your way of fighting back. It's your way of getting through all of the difficult challenges that come your way. There's nothing worse than to be in the middle of a battle and to have no ammunition. And the ammunition that we have as believers is the word of God. And so we have to take time to be able to use that and apply it to our life each and every day so that we can stand up against the enemy and we can be able to use what God has given us to fight back. Y'all, whenever I was walking through this season of depression, and anxiety. I was facing all of these challenges coming my way that I never anticipated in a million years. I realized I didn't have anything to fight back with. I knew scripture based on what was told to me. I knew what the Sunday school lessons were. I was able to quote scripture left and right. But the difference is, do you believe it? Whenever you answer the question, who are you? You can answer it with scripture all day long, but do you believe it? When you answer the the question, who is God? The scripture is very clear that he is Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, 
all of the cliche explanations that we get in the church service. He is all of those things, but do you believe it? And then what does God say about you? He tells us in scripture that he loves us beyond our comprehension. And yet we still walk around with so much shame and fear, so much guilt associated with all of the challenges that we face in life. Our challenge for you this week is going to be that you embrace who God says that you are. Find out what he says in scripture about you as an individual. Find out what he says in scripture about the way he feels about you, the way he looks at you. Find out what scripture says who he really is, and then ask yourself, do you believe it? The Bible says in John 3.16, yes, I'm going there. John 3.16, the scripture that we use so much, it says that God so loved the world that he gave his son to die for our sins. And for those who believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It does not say for those who know. It says for those who believe. So our question is this week for you, do you truly believe your answers to these questions? Do you believe the truth of what the Bible says about you as an individual? Do you believe that when God was in the garden and he created Adam straight from the dust of the earth, and he spoke to himself in the form of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And he said, let's make something that is also three in one. Do you truly believe that in that moment, he planned for you to be created three in one as well? That he planned for you to be mind, body, and spirit? That he in that moment had you on his mind? If you believe that, then you understand what it means whenever we say, this is us. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you will continue to join us week after week. We would love to celebrate your growth of finding who you are in God. Email us at coenology at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Follow and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our website, coenology.podbean.com. And most importantly, share with your friends. We look forward to being with you guys next week.